following podcast is scheduled for one fall. Hailing from the Pro Wrestling Tees headquarters in Chicago, Illinois, they are your hosts of the PWT cast, Scrub and Stank! Bang, bang, what is up, you guys? Welcome to episode 118 of the PWT cast. My name is Scrub. And this is Stank. And this is the official podcast of Pro Wrestling Tees. We're bringing you these episodes right here every Monday on this very feed for free. If you already aren't, make sure you're following us over on social media. We're at PWTCast on Instagram and Twitter, as well as uh, we can head over to patreon.com forward slash PWTCast for some uh, additional content over there. Dave, it is Halloween day right now as we speak, as we're yes. recording. Uh, happy Halloween to you, sir. Uh, happy Halloween. And to you as well. Yeah. To everyone who's listening right now. I mean, you guys will be listening it through the first, so it's practically, it's a uh, day of the dead, I believe. Go watch Coco. Coco. Very... <laughs> Very great movie. Uh, one of Kazuchika Okada's favorites, as uh, I've mentioned several times before. Uh, Dave, are, are, is the family ready for the uh, Halloween festivities? Oh, yeah. I mean, we already carved pumpkins a couple weeks ago, so, of course, they're just completely demolished and gross-looking. Uh, but, yeah, we went out, and we're going to be one of the cool houses. We've got full-size candy bars for everyone. So if you're in Elgin and you know where to find me, come, <laughs> come get some Snickers. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's funny. My, my daughter's 14 right now. So she went through a couple years where she was like, I'm too cool to trick or treat. And then this year she's really going for it. So like, um, Jimmy, Jimmy Lee, who, uh, you know, works with us at PWT, uh, his girlfriend, Beth Reuter made a squid game manager costume, like it's custom made one of a kind and uh so we got the mask and everything uh it looks pretty dope so uh yeah we're ready halloween is always like super fun oh uh, dude it's the fucking best man like uh, there's like there's nothing more i hate than like a oh i don't like halloween person like shut up like yeah. i just that to me that to me very much feels like um you know like there's always people that like yeah i've never seen any star wars movie no, I'm never going to watch any of those. You know, like people who just, they want to be contrarian for the sake of being contrarian. Um, yeah. Very much how, how at least I've felt that a lot of people that uh, don't like Halloween are, you know, like. Yeah. I don't know. It's There's sticks in the mud. Exactly. Yeah. But no, I'm, I'm huge on Halloween. You know, admittedly this year, um, fell behind on like, because I, I was, normally I do the whole, you know, 31 days of uh or we yeah, have halloween try to watch 31 movies um i did about a week and then it was just a combination of like work was busy i was busy that like i just i i didn't get to but also cruise I'm not, cruise yeah. yeah i'm not someone that like will only watch uh halloween movies you know like during like september or that september i'll watch them in september in august and in yeah. june and all of them you know like i i very much enjoy enjoy the genre of uh halloween movies so i just kind of watch them all year round and um so I, i'd mentioned before in the podcast that like i was going as Donnie darko this year and the costume wound up being too big like i got they only had medium and xl and i was like well i'd rather be a little loose than a little snug I probably should have gotten the one that would have been a little snug as this one. <laughs> yeah, it was like, it, it was so, it was just, it was it was a mess. So I, I wound up not dressing up uh, this year. 
I mean, about the costume, but it was fine. Like I, you know, a lot of people at the shop is, you know, Ryan posted the picture. A lot of people had like really fun, really cool costumes. Um, personally, one of my favorite was Will. Will um, was dressed as uh, the Rocks character in Moana. Um, yes. Yeah, <laughs> looked fucking great. Of course, Cousin Jeremy, uh, he was dressed up as the Squid Game. Uh, and by that, he was uh, dressed in the costume of the Squid Game but then had Triple H's logo on his belly. So he was the Squid Game because he did the... Uh, the old get a little hammer. <laughs> yeah, he had a little hammer. And I was just like... It was, as I mentioned to you, uh, like my girlfriend and I, we've started watching Squid Games. We're only two episodes in. So when I saw Jeremy with the hammer, I was like, oh, oh shit, I was like, is this some sort of spoiler? I don't know, you know? So I was kind of just like, oh, like wary of, of what it was that he was wearing. But then... Um, later on like before we went to dinner he uh he explained everything and i was like oh okay cool um but yeah you know a lot of fun costumes in the shop of course ryan fucking killed it again this year like the man just lives for halloween yeah every year well first of all there, there's a, like we had some people dressed as wrestlers at the shop but there's a difference there's a clear there's levels to this game and, you know, not to brown nose the boss, but Ryan's at a whole nother wrestling gear level. Like he has professional wrestling gear tailors make his stuff. So it looks legit and on point. Like he had a dope ass Bam Bam Bigelow, Razor Ramon, CM Punk. Like, and this year was no other because he dressed as Coronation Macho King, had the crown custom 3D printed because like, even WWE, they they were selling a crown that didn't look like the actual crown. This one looked legit. He had the outfit made. And then, of course, to top it off, we've got – I'm not going to say how much he spent on this robe. I don't know if he's disclosed that. No. But we have the Macho King robe. So he had the costume authentically made and then was wearing the actual robe. I mean, talk about dripping in heat. This thing looked really great. Yeah, he told me how much he spent on the actual costume itself, not the robe. And even yes. then, I was just like, "Must, must be nice." He said he has his next two costumes already, like already getting made as well. Which I'm like, sure, makes makes sense. Yeah, um, yeah, no, you know, it was fun. And then as well as Friday, listen, people were dressing up left and right on Friday because, uh, along with uh, Halloween, we also had. Um, uh, dinner at RPM. <clears throat> it, was, it was my it was one of my first times at RPM. It was it was really great food. Um, really enjoyed it, and it, I I particularly like loved seeing everyone show up and just like ball out. Like again, Dave and I we've been there a a, a, a smidge or once or twice, <laughs> and so we were like, no, it's fine. Like world pros, we're yeah, world pros. You know, we're we're sitting at the old veteran table anyway. And uh yeah, like seeing everyone show up and show out, like of course, you know, shout out shout out to our boy Mark. You know, Mark was dressed to the T. I mean, boy got a that Burberry watch. Burberry <laughs> watch. Um Giovanni, dude, Giovanni looked fucking snazzy as fuck. This guy busted out the Versace. He looked like every yep. he looked like every one of my fucking fancy Mexican uncles. I was like, all right, all right, I see you. Um yeah, everyone just showed up and you know, it was fun, you know. Uh again, just I did it. my only complaint was uh when they were serving the food they gave us three salads three different kinds of salads we Ooh, for, well, Caesar salad great yeah it was good uh 
Uh, lettuce wedge. All right. The endive salad. Yuck. <laughs> Nobody like this shit. No. But uh, yeah, I mean, like you said, everyone's dressed in lines. It looked like prom night on the Titanic. Uh, so we, we may have been a little underdressed. A couple people may have been overdressed, but like in the best way, like it was so good to see. Listen, at every stage from, from Ryan all the way down to uh, who would be the lowliest? We won't say, but <laughs> from the top all the way to the bottom, a lot of the stuff that we do, it can be thankless, right? Like uh, CM Punk comes back, sell a ton of shirts. Everyone rejoices, but the demand is so high, it's hard to get ringers. And so everyone's compl- You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's little things like, even if it's good, we'll get complaints. And so a lot of times, and especially in some of the departments, like, you know, poor Maggie has to deal with customer service and, and a lot of crazy people. Uh, you got shipping, you got printing problems. Sometimes you can maybe lose sight of the forest for the trees. Uh, but when Ryan, you know, he's like, Hey, let's all 50 of us. Let's all, attack RPF and you sit in there and you're looking around and you're looking at all the people you work with that you love and you know, their brothers and sisters to you. You really get a moment to take in how really great it is to work for this company and uh, how appreciative, like, you know, when your elbows deep in problems, you forget all the good perks that you get sometimes. And so this was a really nice night to like, let your hair down, enjoy yourself. <laughs> Ryan played a prank on everyone. <laughs> that, that um, was fun. Val Val Capone, friend of the show, was super convinced that Ryan was going to make some kind of big announcement, and that's why he invited us. And so Ryan's like, "No, I don't have an announcement." And so he got up and he said, "Hey guys, I don't know if you've heard, but um, Ring of Honor is uh, they're going through a transition. They've let loose of their contracts, but I'm going to let you know what really happened. I bought Ring of Honor." And it was like, oh, it was like we won the Super Bowl or something. He's like, just kidding. And everyone's like, ah, boo. And like, you could almost picture people throwing breadsticks at him or something. But uh, he was super proud of that because he really didn't want to make a speech. But um, it was fun. It, it was really fun to get with, with everyone. Uh, some people went on to go play ping pong at a ping pong bar. I had to get the fuck out because I'm too old for that shit. But uh, it was really good. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh it was fun you know again getting together because that was the first time in like a while we've grown so much that like yeah the last time we all got together it was like severe it was like maybe like 10 15 people less like at one point ryan's wife julia she was kind of just going around and and meeting everyone because there were so many people you know she hadn't met yet and and stuff like that but um yeah, no, it, it was it was a lot of fun, and again, the food's always great. Um, if you live in in Chicago, and uh, you know, what a good state, go to RPM again. I always recommend that. It is, it's a little bit pricier, but it's it's worth all the money in the world. Oh, can, can I mention something too about about that day? So, I I work from home most days, but like Tuesday and Thursday, I come in, and Maggie comes in on the days that I'm not in. So she's Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And so because of that, we share a parking spot. And so when she's not there, I get it. When I'm not there, she gets it. But like the last week, we, you know, we're doing construction on the warehouse. And every time I pull into the parking lot, some construction pickup truck is nestled softly in my spot. 
And I've been getting so pissed. So like what I've been doing is I've been parking right behind them so they can't get out. And I'm like, now you're here forever. <laughs> so I pull up on Friday and I see a silver SUV there and I'm like, motherfucker. And it's raining. So I'm like, I'm like, all right. I pulled right up to the bumper and I got out and the person was in the car. I'm like, it's your problem now, pal. And I, I watched it <laughs> and I'm so happy. I, I walk into the PWT room. I'm like, guess what? I just locked a construction worker in my parking spot. He's going to have to come find me now. And then uh, I think it was Andrew was like, are you sure that wasn't Maggie? <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. And then Brad's like, oh, I think she's got a black SUV. I was like, and so I felt better. Maggie comes in and she looks pissed. I was like, Maggie, do you have a silver SUV? She's like, yeah. And you parked right behind me. I was like, oh, I felt like such a douche. And she was like, I was wondering, because she's like, you get out of your van and you look so happy to lock me in. I was like, what's his problem? But I ended up moving. <laughs> but that was fun. Yeah, it is. I don't get to see Maggie that much anymore. So, Yeah, it is always a trip sometimes where uh, because of um, the dinner, you were there on a Friday instead of a Thursday, like, uh, it, it, it happened a few times where I walked in there. Where I walked into the PWT room and I was like, "Yo, Stank!" And then Jimmy's like, "He's not here." And I'm like, "Oh, okay." Or same thing. Frank would be like, "Yo, Stank!" And then yeah, same thing. He's like, "Brad." It throws everyone's timing off. <laughs> yeah, Brad. Jimmy's like, "He's not here." And then it yeah, then it throws me off because I'm like, "Wait, what?" Like I'm already like, listen, because of the cruise, I'm Doctor Manhattan. Time just just not work. For, it doesn't work the same for me like the way it does for everybody else. Yeah, and. Uh, even more so because of the cruise, because of a day we came back and then just you weren't there. And I was just like, I don't even, I don't even care. I don't even know what day it is. Like just, yeah, our schedule got all thrown off. Yeah. But, um, and speaking of the cruise, this is going to be a little bit of a longer episode. So last year we famously, we did the, the Jericho cruise episode and um it was just one very long episode i think it was like almost like three hours long uh to just sort of avoid that <laughs> this time uh we're gonna split it up into two episodes um so it's yeah. gonna be one today on monday and then one on friday as well uh it's just sort of splitting it up because there were like there was like longer conversations and specifically there was like basically a full episode with frank um yeah and you know again i just i really enjoyed recording all this stuff and um yeah we figured it would just sort of be easier on you guys that way to to split it up that way because i know there's some people who have been asking like i don't know about you but it's always like oh how was the cruise how was the cruise and like yeah. I kept joking, where it's like, oh, you're gonna have to wait for the cruise episode. We'll let you know. Yeah, <laughs> like it, it was almost one of those things where I was just like, oh, I don't know, just wait for the episode to come out. Like you'll you'll find yeah. out then, I promise. Um, but oh, very quickly though, Dave, before we transition to the episode, I got to We got to address this. Um, Spider Man leaks. There are <laughs> yeah. there may listen there there are some Spider Man leaks out there that may or may not. Uh, be true if you're listening to this and you want to uh, go ahead and see what we're talking about head over to uh, on, on twitter it's at mcu leaks um, they posted up some fun stuff there are some fun pictures of uh, things we may see in this movie um, you know we, to avoid spoilers we, we won't delve too much into them but like uh, dave how did you like what we saw well, first of all, I'd like to say, much like the return of CM Punk, some of these things we saw are very poorly kept secrets. 
And specifically, Andrew Garfield, nobody believes anything you're saying. So <laughs> you might as well just stop doing interviews for a while. But no, I mean, we saw what looks to be some definitive things. Um, pretty excited. I mean, it's weird to think that we finally got a Marvel Spider-Man. And it's, there. you know, there's a lot of talk. It's the end of a franchise. And it seems it seems almost premature. I, like, I feel like we haven't gotten enough actual Spider-Man, um, even though we, we've gotten a ton of it. But I will say one of the knocks against, uh, like, the original trilogy, Spider-Man 3, was, you know, Sam Raimi got mad because they tried to cram so many villains in it. They're cramming a lot of stuff in this movie, apparently, and I can't wait for it. Like, what a love letter to... I mean, if if these leaks are true, and if the rumors are true, and I'm sure we've all heard them, we know you guys like Marvel as much as we do, but I mean, what a love letter to the cinematic history of Spider-Man, right? Like, and I personally think we're, we're going to probably end up seeing some Sony Spider-Man movies. I think maybe that was part of the deal that they've cut, because, um, you know, they're doing the Spider-Man villain universe and I think you got to have Spider-Man in it. So if it's the end of a franchise, I think they're more talking on the MCU side. Um, but no, it'll be interesting. I can't, like, it's hard to think, how does Marvel beat the Infinity Saga? And Kang, in comparison now at least, doesn't seem like a worthy successor to Thanos as the big bad. But, I mean, they're planting some interesting seeds. And, uh, you know, we only got a little bit longer before we see what they've got planned out. So... I'm super excited. I mean, what did you think? I am someone who, like, from day one, I have not been under the belief that anything but we're going to see uh, all the Spider-Men in this movie. Like, Kevin Feige can come out and say no. Uh, Andrew Garfield can try and deny it. Thank God Tobey Maguire is avoiding all press and media. But it's going to happen. Like, very much when people were like, you think Zoom Punk's gonna come back? It's like, yes, of course he's coming back. Of course. There's no way he isn't. Like, come on. Uh, and I very much feel the same way uh, now with, with the Spider-Man one. Like, you're crazy. To me, you are batshit crazy if you don't think that, you know, they're they're showing up. It's just, come on. What's going on yeah. here? Uh, but no, I'm excited again with what we saw. I almost I almost wanted to, like, rewatch. uh you know those those five movies. Like I, I mean, listen, I won't rewatch that third one. Spider Man Three fucking sucks. Like, yeah. You know, again, I don't, I don't care about Mary Jane's failed Broadway career. Like, it's just, I don't care. But the first two Spider Man, you know, like, not as good as, uh, you know, not as good as I used to think they were. But also, there's some sort of, right. n- there's some nostalgia to it. So, um, yeah, you know, I, I think it's. Those two are at least worth rewatching, and the Andrew Garfield ones. I know, um, I just I wasn't the biggest fan of. Like, I I, I love uh, Mark Webb, the uh, the director, but what just was not a fan of, just wasn't a fan of the movies. You know, like yeah, I I thought Andrew Garfield looked good, looked good as Peter Parker, maybe a little tall, but like. He was just too cool. Like Peter Parker's supposed to kind of be like, oh, I'm a nerd. <laughs> you know what I mean? And he's cool when he's Spider-Man. But this guy was like, you know, he was more Spider-Man when he was Peter Parker. 
So yeah, yeah. He, he, it was, there's definitely that. It was like he, yeah, he was just too cool. It was you know, it's just just like a funny complaint to have about like your Spider Man. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, I, I'm just I'm excited. You know, again, I'm I, I'm excited for this and for for everything that, that that's coming as far as uh, the Spider Man universe goes. And so yeah, maybe you know if you are as well, the movies they they're still coming out in December. You know, as far as like Marvel shifted a bunch of their dates, but this is a Sony movie. It is a Sony Marvel movie, and they have not shifted anything yet. So um, that should still be in place. It should still be fine. But yeah, in the meantime, maybe go go and rewatch those. Uh, like I'm, uh, I'm going to rewatch at some point all the Marvel movies. Like I mentioned, like, uh, like oh. my girlfriend's only watched <laughs> a few. She's only watched, I believe, Iron Man, Infinity War, and Endgame. So it's like okay, there's definitely a lot to catch you up. Nice but, bookends. Yeah, but, but and I, I actually funny enough, like I know a lot of people. Like there's several people that I know who, for their first movies were like Infinity War and Endgame, and the, right. from that went backwards and sort of rediscovered. You know, which is always fun. That's the thing I love the most about these Marvel movies is that there's plenty of people rediscovering them and right. Um, yeah, just you know, like they're there you know they're not going anywhere if you have disney plus you can watch all of them minus the spider-man ones um for a while because i believe they they, there is some agreement in which they will be on there um i forget what the exact agreement was whatever whatever the case may be but um yeah i'm excited to rewatch those eternals comes out this week i'm gonna go watch eternals i know it's getting review bombed by all these pieces of shit who don't like uh you know the lgbtq inclusion in the movie yeah um, those people are fucking losers. Uh, love is love. Don't let anyone fucking tell you otherwise. So um, yeah, I'm, I, I'm next next week. I hopefully have a a fun review of the Eternals and not like, uh, you know, oh man, the MCU finally has a stinker. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm planning on seeing it next weekend. Um, it's weird because like. <laughs> Everyone, anyone that has knocks against Marvel, they talk about the Marvel formula when with movies, and they're like, "Ugh, try let's do something new." And then they try and do it, right? And they try and make it uh, different, but set in the same universe. And then that's the thing everyone shits on. Like, and I don't even think it's the LGBTQ stuff. It's there's so many people of color. <laughs> you know, we're not used to seeing that, I guess. And so, it, it, I listen. I'm not going to say the movie doesn't stink because I haven't seen it, but I can't imagine this movie being that bad, as bad as people are just like prejudging it to be. I think it's going to be great. And um, I do think it's time that we get like different styles of stuff. And like Thor Ragnarok was a perfect example. It had enough Marvel in it to connect it, but like it was a complete departure from the other two Thors. And some think it's the best Marvel movie they've ever made, right? And so it took it took the voice and vision from someone like a Taika Waititi that's not really in the box normally uh, to open people up to oh wow you can be kind of silly and funny in a movie like this and it it adds so um, Eternal seems a little more serious a little more grounded and to, I'm fine with that I, I I like stories of all kinds so. Um, yeah, if you're if you're a shithead that just sees women and people of color, and uh, you judge people based on their sexual orientation, fuck off. Because like that's not what Marvel's Marvel's about, and even more now, 
right? It's more about, let's include everyone. Let's get everyone in on this ship. So um, if you don't want to be a part of that, you can stay on the shore. We're sailing on, right? Yeah, by all means, like, don't go watch it, please. Well, you know, like, Marvel will be fine. Um, But, hey, guys, without any further ado, we'll go ahead and get into this first, these first few episodes of the the Jericho Cruise Diary that we were on. Uh, The Jericho Cruise Triple Whammy? Is that that what it was called? Yeah. Listen, (laughs) there's a lot of words. It's Chris Jericho's Rock and Rager, Rock and Wrestling Rager at Sea Triple Whammy. But we'll just call it Jericho Cruise Triple Whammy. So Jericho Cruise Triple Whammy Part One uh, coming to you guys right now. Bang bang! What is up, you guys? Welcome to uh, first night of uh, the Jericho Cruise. We're in Miami. Currently. What a night we've had! What a day, David. You and I we're uh, we're old men. Yeah, we sort of we just we came back to. Uh, we didn't want to go to the cinema, so we came back to the hotel. Yeah. And I'm tired. I'm sore. What? And I'm stuffed. <laughs> Why are you stuffed? What is it that... So, okay, this is uh, this is going to be sort of our journal into... Yeah, um, little snippets. Yeah. Actually, you know what? Uh, let me redo this. Uh, welcome to uh, PWT. Uh, welcome to episode one. I think this will be... 18, 18 of the PWT cast. I'm I'm not even, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave if this we're all wrong, in. We're I'm gonna wrong. leave this all in and I'm gonna just redo the intro. Bang bang! What is up, you guys? Welcome to episode 118 of the PWT cast. My name is Scrump and this is Stank and this is uh, as you can tell we're we're both very tired boys. Yeah. Uh, so as as you heard above, we are uh, on the first night. This is the first leg of the journey for the Jericho cruise. Um, we are in Miami currently. Tomorrow we will be. Mm-hmm. Hopefully everyone passes their COVID test, and we will be sailing out to seas for Chris Jericho's Rock and Roll Rager at Sea, Tri- Rock and Wrestling Rager at Sea, Triple Whammy, Triple Whammy. Yeah, this is our third time coming on this. Um, God knows if they ever do a fourth, if we wind up going on that. But this is uh, this is the fourth time we've done this, and um, oh, cousin Jeremy coming back into our hotel room. Uh but yeah, you know, we just we just got back from dinner in Miami. David, what was it that you ate? Well, we were at you know, we'll plug the restaurant. It was very nice, uh, Prime Italian, a very fine eating establishment. And first of all, I mean, it's great, but with greatness comes great cost. <laughs> and so we opened this menu. Everything's really expensive. Like they had a two hundred dollar lobster. That's the market price. But I'm looking at it, and anyone that knows me knows. I love me a hunk of steak. (laughs) And it's weird because I shouldn't let Michael goad me into this stuff, but he's always saying, you can't eat that much steak. And I always do. But I look, and the biggest steak on the menu, a 48-ounce porterhouse for two, was $235. And I felt bad. And I told you, you shouldn't. Yeah. There's there's something in the back of my head. I was like, I think I've made a lot of money for Pro Wrestling Tees. But still, I, I... Ryan paid for everything, and so like I felt bad about it, and everyone's like, fucking ask him. So I asked him. I texted him. He's at the other end of this long table. we got like 20 people there, and he says, go for it. <clears throat> so I order it, and the waitress comes by. She goes, you know, that's shareable. It's for two. I was like, I know. <laughs> and she's like, are you going to be sharing? I was like, nope. And she kind of gave me a look like, okay, dude. <laughs> <And> so <laughs> we're waiting, and first of all, uh, 
you and Frank went to Joe's Stone Crab. So yeah, so you slipped away without us. So quickly earlier in the this. day, the night before, um, what a smart person would have done, David, is they would have packed, they would have been ready, mm-hmm. they would have came home from uh, visiting someone in Indiana and gone right to bed. Mm-hmm. Instead, they did none of that, and they waited till they got home at one in the morning to start packing. And uh, I'm an indecisive person when it comes to packing, so uh, probably took about an hour. Yeah. And then I'm like, all right, cool. Now I'm ready for bed because I got to be up at seven. Me, Jared, and Jeremy, we uh, we were getting in an Uber, heading over there. Well, I probably didn't go to sleep till about four because I always always have pre-flight anxiety as well. Right. Like, I'm always convinced I'm gonna be fucking. You forgot. Your, you're gonna forget your passport. I'm gonna be Kevin McAllister's parents running to the terminal, and then mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I forgot Jeremy at home. Yep. Um. And yeah, no, that, that was not the case. Yeah. Uh, I I managed to wake up. How I went, I literally I set I set an alarm every two minutes, starting at seven o'clock right. to seven thirty, because I was like, I can't sleep through this. Right. Uh. But as soon as I got on the airplane, knocked out. Yeah. Oh. I asked you and Annie. Apparently, I, I I got beverages and, and like uh like uh, some snacks. I think so, but I did want to say I haven't told you this, but um, as we're in our descent, you're like literally laying in like the window porthole, and uh, the captain can say, "Hey, hey, we're preparing for descent. Uh, we may have a little turbulence. Uh, if you all want to see the beautiful scenery as we land, please open your window, uh, and you're gonna have a great show." And you're sitting there; your face is completely fitting in this porthole, <laughs> and the two, the couple next to you, they're like, "We can't even see what's going." Like they were craning their neck to look. Through the other aisle because you were just blocking them. They were pissed. Good. The one guy was watching uh, uh, Captain America Civil War. I remember that. And yeah. I was like jealous that he was watching that and I wasn't. So. Yeah. So fuck him. Yeah, fuck him. But you and Andy were sitting right behind me. Yeah. I, I think you did get... You, you I mean, like, I, I woke up with a cup in my hand. So yeah. I, I I for sure drank something. But you were, you were knocked out for a good chunk of it. Um, also, I want to say, uh, for those of you that know... Big C, Chris Castro, he ruined my travel plans. Really? Why? So I always have this plan, especially when I go to movie theaters, I need a buffer zone. I don't want to be elbows to assholes with some assholes elbows, right? So if if I'm doing tickets for two or three, I'll go in and I'll buy the tickets three separate times. Because if you buy them all three at once, they group you together. I'll make sure I get a, spe- a seat in between each of us. So we upgraded to Economy Plus, and uh, a lot of it was not full. So I was like, Annie, we'll, I'll do the aisle seat. You do the middle. No one's going to want to be the third guy mm-hmm. next to the one. Like, what, what happened to you? And I'm watching, and none of the seats, it's like the day before, none of the seats are filling up. I was like, the whole aisle across us is open. I was like, if we play the cards right, within 24 hours, I'll switch you to the other aisle, and we'll have... A whole row on both sides to ourselves, full capacity. And then, you know, we're at work and Castro comes in and goes, Stank, Stank, did you hear the good news? I was like, What? What is it? He's like, I upgraded to Economy Plus. I'm sitting in the aisle next to you. I was like, God, fuck it. Like, I, was, I threw like a, a gigantic fit. He's like, What? Uh, I'm sorry. You, you don't want to sit next to me? I was like, No. I was like, You just ruined the most perfect plan that I ever had. So, um, Anyway, so him and stupid Michael were sitting in the aisle. So we were, of course, we're 
tickle fighting stupid Michael. He's like, yeah, stop. but I literally, I'm telling you again, I remember nothing. I remember yeah, sitting in you my were seat. Tired. I remember sitting in my seat, like leaning over and then, yeah. um, feeling like turbulence. And I'm like, Oh, plane's about to take off. No plane landed. Yeah. Like, cause normally it's that, like when it's taking off, there is some sort of a little bit of rockiness. Yeah. No, that was, that was the plane. Yeah. That, that, that was the wheels hitting the tarmac yeah uh but and then what sucked too is the hotel room jeremy and i had so jeremy and i you know we're we're roommates uh for the cruise you know um and we're gonna be we were roommates in in this hotel room in miami as well which is this is a nice room it is yeah but do you notice it's a little warm in here um so mine's crispy cool well i have this the, the thermostat work currently uh in the room, yeah, it's set at fucking fifty nine. Yeah, it feels like it's at seventy. It is probably warmer out in the hallway or cooler out in the hallway than it is in this fucking room. I'm I'm convinced it's the Miami just the atmosphere because like everywhere I'm going, one I'm fat, so like I'm just generally hot mm-hmm. and like muggy. But out there, it, we're literally surrounded by swamps mm-hmm. and swamp people. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, walking through here, it is a little warm. But then again, I didn't know if that was just me. But I see you're glistening a little bit, so there may be something to that. I walked in my room and it was like an ice box, which I was like, "Oh!" And my wife hates. But anyways, so we're at dinner. Yeah, so so we're <laughs> back to dinner. <laughs> back to dinner. So yeah, this lady's like, "You know, this is shareable, right?" And I was like, "I'm not. I don't plan on sharing." And so, um, but like before that, you you went to Joe's oh, so, 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 oh, yeah, so, so, yeah. so, so get off the plane. I'm starving. Like I, I am fucking starving, right. so I tell like Jeremy, I'm like, "Yo, let's go eat," because Jeremy also wants to eat, and I'm like, and I knew Frank would want to go. I knew Frank would want to go, so I was just like, "Hey," I was like, "Do you want?" And it's kind of tradition that we go, yeah, but we arrive so late, yeah. yeah. So I was just like, "No, fuck this." I'm like, "Let's go." And Ryan's like, "What, you, you idiot? You're gonna ruin your dinner, right?" He's telling me how stupid I am. I'm gonna ruin dinner, and I'm like, yeah. "Shut the fuck up, Ryan." I'm gonna yeah. ruin shit. Well, Dave, I ruined my dinner because <laughs> I had. So I don't know. It sounds crazy that the best Philly cheesesteak I've ever had is in miami yeah i know it sounds crazy people from philly right now are scoffing and they're like that doesn't make any sense hold your cheese whiz we'll be fine hold your cheese whiz (laughs) dude it's just so good and jeremy had never had the lobster jeremy was the lobster roll good it was very good oh so you got the philly cheesesteak at a seafood place in miami which makes it yeah exactly more ironic yeah so we had that and then we came back and we were like ryan we'll be fine like we'll be hungry Right before we're leaving, because it wound up being an, uh, an Uber with me, Michael, um, Frank, and, and Jeremy. And I look at Frank. I'm like, dude, I'm not hungry. <laughs> like, I went and I was like, my stomach feels a little weird. I went and grabbed the ginger ale thing and like, oh, I just need a burp. I was just full. Oh. Yeah. And so we got there and I was just like, I don't know what to get because I don't want to eat anything. I wound up getting like 12 ounce filet mignon. Yeah. Anyway. Well, oh, by the way. I gotta mention my crazy cab ride. So we get off. We get off at the airport, and then we're looking for Ubers to get to the hotel's like literally two point one miles away or something. Like you could see it, and I'm not getting a reception. I can't get an Uber. Everyone's piling into Ryan's car because he's paying for it, obviously. And this one guy goes, "Oh, taxi, taxi!" And we get in his car. He doesn't speak any English. And we're like, you would think if you're a taxi guy at the airport, you would know where the airport airport Marriott was, because it's literally right there. So I gave him my phone. He types in the address and he drives past the Marriott. And I was like, oh, maybe he's gonna bust a Yui. He keeps driving. He keeps driving. And then like it's getting like the farther away from the airport, the worse it's getting. And I'm like, dude, 
we're supposed to go to the Marriott. He's like, huh? And he's speaking Spanish. I don't speak a lick of Spanish. And then I show him the picture of the Marriott. I was like, here, here's the address. And then he stops. He types in the address again. And then he just pulls up to an abandoned apartment building. It looks like you've seen Pulp Fiction, right? Yeah. It looks like where Butch kills Vincent Vega. It's like a yellow building. Mm-hmm. And he goes, La Casa? I was like, no, I, I got to go to the thing. And he goes, I don't know. And then he unlocks the door and says, get out. Shut up. Really? Yeah. And then I tried to hand him my card because I asked him, do you take card? He said, yeah, 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 yeah. He goes, cash only. I was like, luckily Annie had cash because I never have cash on me. I was like, how much? He said, $40. Now, normally I would say, go fuck yourself. But our bags were in his trunk, in his SUV. So if I got out, he could have just drove off. And I was like, I got to pay this guy. So I did, and he just drives off. And then Jared's like, that was a scam. You fell for a scam. I was like, yeah, I guess. And then the Uber was $6 to get back. But anyways, so we're sitting at the hotel. I'm hungry. I get a Cuban sandwich at the at the hotel. Then Ryan's like, stupid Frank and, and Berto went to go to Sto- you know Joe's Stone Crab, which I love. And they have a $30 lobster roll that I've been telling my wife about. I was like, fuck, this is the only chance I'm going to get. So... I message Birdo and I'm like, can you get me two lobster rolls? He's like, yeah. And so he brings it. I eat mine. Annie's not hungry. I save it for later. We go to the restaurant. The most gigantic steak I've ever eaten comes to me and I'm eating it. And But now, like, I've had a Cuban sandwich and then three hours earlier I had a lobster roll. With the appetizers, you had part of the meatball. Yeah, yeah. And, then, yeah and I ate a dozen oysters, a, a meatball, bunch of prosciutto. a whole plate, like almost a whole plate of prosciutto and cheese. And now, now the steak's coming to me, and I'm like, oh, I'm such an idiot. So, two things. One, I felt like I feel like I'm an asshole for asking to order the steak. It's a $235 steak. And we've been to steakhouses before. We've had some expensive yeah. steak, but like not like this. And now I'm eating it, and I'm getting fuller and fuller. And then the other thing is I asked for medium, and there's a whole half of the steak is literally raw. There's still fur on this thing. <laughs> It's mooing at me, and as I'm getting fuller, I'm getting to the raw parts, and it's just turning into, like, I'm biting it, and blood's shooting into my mouth, and I'm like, ugh, and then I'm sweating, and then Frank's laughing at me, because he knows I'm suffering, and then you're like, you're like, dude, you ate enough, it's cool, I was like, no, I have to eat the whole thing. See, I would have offered to eat some, but I saw how, I saw how raw it was, and I was like, it was disgusting, right? No way, I, I couldn't have finished it. It was somehow rawer than if you bought the steak. Yeah, at a store so I'm like I need to make sure everyone sees me eat this so I'm not a complete fucking jerk off so I finally ate it and then uh, yeah we made it to the hotel and it was my asshole chose violence yeah well I mean like we mentioned this is you know this is just the first night of us here in Miami (laughs) tomorrow we embark uh, you know to the port again I I hope like my I I keep keep saying like I passed my COVID tests and things like that but I'm just like but you always wonder. Well, see, also because again, so, so last night I was literally in Indiana, and in Indiana there are no laws. There's no fucking laws. No, like I mentioned, COVID doesn't exist. Like COVID doesn't exist there. Does. Much like in Ohio, it doesn't exist there. You know, and like I know my I know my grocery's vaccinated and stuff like that. That's fine. But what if it's like some sort of contagion thing? 
you know? And when I stepped out to get gas, like, I touched the fucking thing. And someone I, sneezed on it. Someone or, fucking sneezed yeah. on it, and now it's COVID. And then I'm the reason, like, if I'm the fucking reason that this. That's if, what we're all worried about. If, I, if I'm the reason this fucking podcast, it, this is only it. And then the next one's like, hey, guys. Uh, we're this, still at the hotel. Hey, guys, I'm in Miami. I'm Everyone's mad at us. I'm currently quarantined. Yeah, uh, yeah everyone keeps calling me a piece of shit. Uh, yeah. You know, um, I think we'll be fine. We're all individually worried we're going to be the ones to ruin the trip. Because, like, if one of us gets uh, a positive test at the port, no one goes on. I mean, luckily we'll get our, I think we get our refund back, but. Hopefully. It'll be a nice Christmas. I'm just going to open mouth kiss Jeremy when he fucking. Oh, he's definitely going to COVID. Yeah, when he's asleep, so I can give him my COVID. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, you know, there will be separate little entries like this throughout, uh, you know, this boat. Hopefully we don't get sea madness like last year. Yeah, hopefully sea madness. And I hope, I hope no woman tries to. Because on this boat, you and I are, me and Jeremy are in one room and then you and Annie are in the other room. Yeah. So I'll try and keep the racket down, boys. But I'm, I'm just, I'm just hoping that there's no crazy woman that tries to come in our room. That would be my wife, probably. She's like, "Hey guys, <laughs> well, I listen. Are you having fun? I, I don't. We we joked about it like earlier, you know. Where I was just like, "Oh, I can't wait for drunk Annie," and she was like, "Like she gets like embarrassed." I'm like, "No, I'm like, I, I yeah, like I, I love Annie. Yeah, I love drunk Annie. Yeah. just because there's no filter on her. Yeah, like." And, just, and also she steps out of her shell and she, like she talks to everyone yeah so. not that she's like a very reserved person right like some people's like you know other spouses will be a little bit more reserved around yeah. like co-workers and things like that yeah and thankfully like that i mean not yeah. really the case like with with this group that we have it's, it's pretty good yeah but yeah like annie i'm just when yeah. drunk annie comes out to play she loves hanging out with everyone so yeah so all right guys well fuck the next entry in this will be uh after night one of the first night on the jericho cruise uh, hopefully yeah hopefully if not then it'll be dave and i back at the hotel uh you know complaining that cousin jeremy tested positive for covid and yeah. uh you know he's nap- got a weird cough going on so i'm suspicious yeah he has a weird cough and and he, pustules and he keeps Is saying that a COVID he, he keeps saying something about fauci's a liar and yeah he doesn't get why why everyone's you know yeah up we, in arms. we keep saying wear a mask dude and he's like fake news and he rips our masks off, which is really annoying. He's I, the weirdest thing was he said something about you know January six and real patriots. I don't know. Yeah, I don't really get it. He said you guys believe in that pandemic shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So all right, well fuck it, we'll go ahead and transition into uh, you know post night one of the Jericho cruise yeah. or post uh, yeah. we all just second tested, night in Miami, <laughs> second night in Miami because we all tested for positive yep. for uh, COVID nineteen. Sleepy time. Yeah. So let's. Uh, Let's see what these crazy boys in the future are up to. All right, guys. Well, uh, we almost jinxed ourselves. It's now <laughs> the end of night one on the uh, Jericho cruise. We, we made the joke. Uh, hopefully no one fails uh, their COVID test. Thankfully, nobody did. Everyone is COVID free. Yeah. Uh, every Any other ailments, God knows what Michael has or has contracted or has given to us. I, I can't vouch for that. Um, but, uh, there was a little problem on board. So Jeremy, what did this COVID testing process, what was it like? First off, I know David, you can speak for your wife. She was very impressed with the uh, fast and, uh, the fast VIP treatment we got. Well, you know, this is her first time on the cruise and like Royal Caribbean doesn't normally have like crazy lines, but, um, us being, you know, who we are talent, obviously we're all talented. Um, but as sponsors of the ship, we all get talent badges. So that means as soon as we arrive, 
There's a long line formed around the building. We cut right to the front of it. VIPs coming through, and without fail, everyone looks at us, and clearly we're not wrestlers. And they all look like, who the fuck are these average Joes cutting us? We've been in here in the, might I add, Miami, sweltering heat. It's just unbelievable. We got in, and it was almost an in-and-out affair, Mm -hmm. except for a little snag. Jeremy, what was this little snag of ours? Well, uh, our our dear friend Brad V-neck, who has really popularized the V-neck. I mean, it really died until Brad came around. Yeah, um, but he works in the front, not far from Dave. Right. Um, we were sitting there, and how the the COVID testing was working is you walked up, they you swabbed your nose, and it was it was one of those like. Like quick tests, the rapid ones. Yeah, so they're they're trying to get as many people through, and this was also the second test we took. Um, we all take a test before we even flew down, um, so this is just like a, a stopgap, last minute, make sure no COVID gets on this ship because, whew, I don't know what the ship would do if it was COVID running around. A, a gregarious bunch on this boat. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, Greg. So we're going through it. We're getting all of our, our results. And then just be like a little logo, like your initials and your birthday would show up. And that means, hey, I don't have COVID. And we're just waiting and waiting. Everyone gets their results. One by one. Mind you, it's a party of about 20. Yes. One by one, we're like, yay. Yes. And uh, our dear friend Brad is just sitting there. And we're just looking, looking. Nope, it's not up there. There's another person with uh, BD, which is initials. Mm -hmm. We got all excited. And then I was like, no, wrong birthday. So it wasn't him. Um, Basically waiting until we got to the point where the people were like concerned. Like, why haven't we gotten any results? Like, I don't know what happens if there's a positive. I don't even know. I don't think there were any positives as far as I know. Um, But finally, it it basically came out that CVS was taking care of the tests, just lost his test. Um, So we waited about 45 minutes until that happened. We found out, oh, it just lost. So then Brad had to take another test. And now we're like, if this man fails, like, what are we? <laughs> this is going to be terrible. Oh, uh, but he, he, go ahead. No, I was going to say, like, it was, it was one of those things where what quickly, like, in my head, I'm like, if there's one person to fail, I hope it's not Brad because then I will get no enjoyment out of it. But also, like, it very much became like almost like a horror movie where it's just like, okay. Okay, like what's going on here? And like they very much like at least the lady who is like kind of helping everything. I felt she was kind of treating it like he was like infected. Where it's kind of just like okay, buddy, um, yeah. let's just get you over here. And again, what was probably only 30, 40 minutes it wasn't crazy long. It felt compared to what we'll, felt, we'll talk yeah, about later. It felt yeah. like it felt like a whole week. Well, and for Brad, poor Brad, he's sitting there and he's being a good sport about it, but he's also slowly you know we're not in the sun but he's getting red in the face and he's nervously giggling like (laughs) sorry guys and you could just tell he's just tensing up more i mean what a way to start your vacation right and so um we're we're all just given we're kind of standing because we just assumed he was about to enter our line and be whisked away to the boat with us and we just were like standing around and we're all just giving him shit we're like come on brad what the hell and you could tell he's just like please please don't make me the reason that we can't go 
Yeah. I mean, and thankfully, yeah, you know, he, he was negative. Yeah. We all go through customs and all that, which again, like we, at one point we have to go outside. And the, so I, there was a whole debacle where, um, David, you brought it to me. So the boat, we didn't wind up leaving the dock until like seven thirty. Yeah. I mean, I think all things going perfectly with, you know, maybe a little delay. I think they were thinking everyone would be on by like three o'clock because they had a schedule. It's anytime you're on a cruise, no matter how many times you've cruised, they do something called a muster drill where we don't have to go through the same thing because we're talent, but like everyone normally has to sit on their deck, watch this demonstration of someone putting on their life vest point, you know, basically the airplane routine, you know, buckle your seat. Which I, I talked about n- numerous times. I've flown on various airplanes, gun to my head. No, I'd be like, what are we supposed to do again? <laughs> no idea. Yeah. And especially us talent, we're like sitting in this big lounge and we're all giggling and like, None of the workers like have English as their first language, so they're trying to read this verbose text, and they're like, "And then I don't want to do like a racist accent, but I mean, you could because they were Filipino." Yeah, actually, well, you're not Filipino, so yeah, that would be hold racist. on. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it's okay. Yeah, no, it's not. Listen, okay. I mean, yeah. to the point where I was like, "David, come on, we should just go up there, you know, bang bang, what is up, you guys? Yeah, we're we're professionals, <laughs> clearly. Yeah, like make fun of us, don't yeah. make fun of them because they're trying. Yeah. That good on them. They know two languages. Yeah. How many of these fucking yeah, idiots don't more than one? We're the troglodytes, but so we're sitting there, and of course, we're being flippant and we're enjoying our drinks, and we're in air conditioning, and then while we're still in port, we have access to Wi-Fi and cellular network and there's people in the jericho group like literally like i don't want to make a pirate reference for the ship but they were literally mutinying and they were like we've been sitting here for six hours the line has not moved and i think someone said there's literally people laying flat on the ground because they're in the sun they've had no water there's there's no bathrooms and the bathrooms that the ladies could find there's no toilet tissue and so everyone's just getting yeah, they're the angry mob. The pitchforks and, and torches are getting lit. And, I mean, poor Sixth Man. It's not their fault. Like, Sixth Man Lorraine, or I think it was Sixth Man Heather said, we're sorry. Like, we're so sorry. Like, what else can you do, right? But the problem was CVS was running these extra precautions, which are for our safety. And I, it sounds like half the staff didn't show up. So that's why, you know, it started with the confusion with Brad. And I mean, how many times do you think that probably happened where they lost a test or something? So they they were so severely understaffed, and every like everything that was scheduled got shifted. Like we got through our muster drill, but then other people had to do it again. There were meet and greets that were supposed to happen first day that didn't happen. So, um, I of course we're blessed with the job that we have, but other people were pretty cantankerous. Yeah, I know. I was just in a hurry though to rush over to the buffet. <laughs> I was starving, much yeah. like much like the previous story. Your boy was hungry. Yeah, like hungry I'm, boy. I'm used to eating every day about noon. It, usually, my day consists of about noon. I will find Juan and Mark and go, "What are we doing for lunch?" Yeah, you know, Mark's like, "Oh, I don't know, buddy. I'm thinking of doing something local." And he's gonna listen to this and be like, "That's not what I sound like." Yeah. Mark's sound like buddy. <laughs> Love you, Mark. It's pretty um, accurate. And then well, also, if he doesn't get hit, fed on time, it turns into a Snickers commercial immediately. <sighs> Like yeah, dude. No, I like I will sit there and I'll just be a fucking. I will, I will turn full Karen. Yeah, completely Karen. Uh, but no, yeah, we we got to the buffet and the, so uh, this is the interesting thing with the buffet because I feel I don't know about well you can't really speak much of this, Jeremy. I feel like this year the food selection is like a lot better than it has been in, the, in like the the past two times. Yeah. So I, yes, and I feel like that's a combination of 
Um, one, they didn't have all of us zombies just cramming in there like cattle at once like it normally is. So they had time to kind of prepare and like soft launch the, the buffet. Um, but also, um, Chris Jericho told us this is the first cruise that's left for NCL since the pandemic. So, of course, like they've had time to practice. All these guys are probably raring to make some money. And so it's kind of like, you know, if you go to like a, a restaurant opening, you're going to get the best stuff like that first week. So I think that's what we're getting now. And there's pr- like a lot of people canceled because they were just sick of waiting. So um, it's been a pretty different cruise experience so far on this first day. Jeremy, what it's been like for you? Because again, this is our third time at sea. World uh, pros. World, we're pros. What about you though? Because this is your first one. Like how was, how was the buffet selection? So... Uh, Again, to speak to buffet, because, I mean, as a larger gentleman, that's something I can really speak to. Shout out buffets. Uh, Yeah. But, like, the very first thing I saw them serving was prime rib. And I was like, wow, this is a a classy establishment. It's like Old Country Buffet up in here. Yeah, but, like, this was a better prime rib than Old Country Buffet. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, But, uh, yeah, the the one thing that I still can't kind of get over is, like... uh, how everything's kind of spread out on this ship. Um, you have a very short amount of time to figure out all the different floors. Um, and luckily our room that me and Birdo are staying in is like right by an exit. Yes. Cause if it wasn't, I would be, sometimes you got to walk down some hallways. Yeah. It's like, I was like, there's no way I'd find my, my room again. Um, but like, I also was kind of surprised by how much space there is like on the actual ship. Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of viewed it like there was just gonna be like wall to wall people everywhere that the cool things are happening, but they they kind of spread out like different activities so that there's not everyone's in one place. Which is funny you say because this is the smallest boat in the fleet. Like Dave and I, you know, we've been and so I, the way I mentioned it, I was talking about it with Nick earlier. Um, it, there's not really there's no difference to me at least between all three of the ships. Like the layouts almost the same. The layouts are almost the same. And you, I don't ever really notice until I'm in the rooms because this room, much like the one we shared last year, almost identical. Yeah. Except there's no uh, bunk up here for for Michael. Michael Stow away like a little yeah. mouse. But it's not. It's like the little things where I'm like, oh, you know what? This is just like a tad bit smaller. Mm-hmm. And it, again, wouldn't have noticed unless I, I was like, oh yeah, this is the smallest boat in the fleet. Yeah, I mean, there's there's also small, small, almost imperceptible changes until you need to notice them. Like, for instance, uh, in the in our room last time, there's lights next to the headboard, and then there used to be a USB charging station, and you know, because you want your phone next to you, you want to wake up. This one doesn't have those amenities. It's across the room again, <laughs> a very uh, first world problem that our cell phone chargers on the cruise ship in the Bahamas is not within one foot of us, but, um, no, I will say probably shocking for, cause we have a lot of first timers that have come with us is while the layout is similar, you forget that to get to some places, it could be like an MC Escher painting <laughs> or like Harry Potter in that hall of stairways. Cause like sometimes it's like, Oh, I just want to get to, uh, the, the Spinnaker Lounge, and they're like, okay, well, it's on the 13th floor, but you can't access it from this elevator. You have to go to the 7th floor 
go to the outside deck, follow those stairs, and then take that set of elevators up to third. Except the elevators don't work, so you got to climb stairs. And sorry about that, but uh, you know, Jesus Christ, what am I doing? It's just set up professional. Where I'm just banging this. I'm sorry, people. Know, David's saying, "Listen, I'm, the, I'm enraged right now." Yeah, David is sitting on the sofa, bed and, and springs are popping. That's fine. But it, I don't we, think we, I can get it off the seat now. <laughs> oh, but yeah, it, it's just as a bigger guy climbing so many stairs. At first, you're like, "Oh, my calves are hating me right now." Yeah, we actually had a situation earlier too where we were we so we it was maybe what eight of us that tried to get on an elevator. Oh, yeah. And the first time, mind you, I, I've never seen it. Never no. seen it happen. I remember in particular, there's one story that I've, I've talked about. Frank talks about it too on the first Jericho cruise where um, elevator opens up and it's all the elite boys. You got, you, you know, you, you got Marty, Hangman, Cody, the Bucks, Kenny, Brandy, Dana. They're all in there and we're just like, oh, it's okay. We'll get the next one. And Cody calls Frank Show because he looks like Big Show. Yeah. Like, um, he's like, no, 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 come on, show. And we're like, no, 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 it's okay. They're like, no, 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 come on. And we're like, no, no, it's fine. And Cody's like, God damn it. He goes, you guys get on this fucking elevator right now. So we're like, okay. They were already jam-packed like sardines. Yeah. Frank and I, not the smallest of people. With wrestlers. Yeah. We get in there. And it, again, wall to wall. Like, I can smell Kenny Omega's hair. Like, that's how close I am to him. It smells as glorious as you guys would think. Cinnamon. Oh, God. Um, and he didn't say anything, but it was only like... Six of us. Yeah. It was six of us and then a seventh stranger who just like got on and didn't get the hint. We didn't want him to get on. And so it's like, oh, at, what was exactly that it said? I thought it was like 1,500 pounds or 20 people. No, no. Like what did the, the, the actual thing? Oh, I think just overload. Yeah. Like it said like, I wasn't in there with you guys. It, oh, it yeah. said like overload and we all kind of just looked at each other and the guy's like, oh, it's okay. Like I'll get off. And then he gets off. Yeah. And we're like, okay, cool. We got rid of the stranger. And nope. Like, oh shit, we're still overloaded. <laughs> I think it was like what me, you. I think me, you, and Joe. Yeah. I was like, okay, well, it's the largest person on this. I'll oh, get no, off. And then I, I think I don't know if I was, if that I, you, you said you would get off, and then I was like, I'll come with you. And then yeah. Joe himself yeah. also was just like, well, I'll, I'll come with you guys. Too. Maybe to make it seem like, oh, yeah. Jeremy wasn't the reason we were overloaded. Which, by the way, it's also nice to be cruising with Joe again. Oh yeah. yeah. So yeah. Uh, again, our crew our crew consists of uh, again just everyone basic who's who's cruised before, yeah. and so that includes the jo- most important people. Most important people, of course, uh, Joe and Rachel, his, his wonderful girlfriend, and and Taffy as well. You know, three people we don't often really see often, if them. ever. Yeah, love them. Love Joe. I fucking oh, we had a wonderful. Uh, we talked about. Uh, Funko Pops at length, yeah, like an hour and a half. We talked about a lot of stuff we can't talk about on air, um, but yeah. So it was. I so it is cool. That, that's the one thing I like the, the most because it's like at this point we've all been through it together. We've all been through the past ones, and I, again, it is fun having people like like Jeremy. Like Jeremy's never been on before. Brad's never been on before. Um, you know, I even have like Karima and Jared and stuff like that. And it's always hard to think of like, all right, what. What the fuck can eighteen people do together, yep. like as one? And it's hard. You think of you and seventeen friends right now. What activities can you guys fucking do? 
fuck you if you thought of something right away because it's not that easy. Um, but it's I think They're it's like, been up the community. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, the no way. But it's been pretty cool because everyone's sort of just. Uh, um, Jesus Christ! I almost had a heart attack, David. I saw your chat, you, David. So uh, in our room, there's a a balcony <laughs> oh, out there <laughs> because David was leaning over. It looked like there was a shadow out there, and uh, I I just finished watching. You know, oh God, no! It's Annie's shadow. <sighs> okay, so okay, so I am not true. I, <laughs> all right. So listen for those of you for, for those of you who know. I just finished watching Midnight Mass, and again, I know you two gentlemen have not seen it. Any of you who have, you will understand exactly what I thought was out there and exactly what was going on. But again, so it is all all the balconies they have these like clear dividers, and we've had bad luck with the balconies. On the well, Jericho boy, Cruise. have we? Listen to the first Jericho Cruise episode. But right now, as I'm trying to tell this story, I look out there and I thought it was David leaning over. Well, you thought it was something else, and then you're like, "Ooh, it's well, Dave." Yeah, I was like, oh, "Okay, no, it's just Dave right now." And then it wasn't, and then it wasn't, and I was just like, "Holy shit!" Like Brody and I were just talking about this. It fucking cut. It, it it happened. It's coming to fruition. Um, and I probably would have jumped off the boat. Yeah. Thankfully, it was just David's wonderful wife, who yeah. I, who's I, also a first timer on the cruise. First timer on the cruise as well. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, it's just you know, first thing isn't pretty chill. Like yeah. Well, also like since we're old pros at this, you know, I commence eye rolling, but. Like, there's certain things that we take for granted. You know, like, again, we see a lot of wrestling in our things. So, like, sometimes we don't always catch all the wrestling. And, like, what my wife doesn't understand is, like, when I'm here by myself, I love the the resting. Like, I love not being chained to a computer. I love that no one can really reach me. And I like, I mean, to me, there's nothing better than, like, super cold AC and crisp sheets to lay on that you don't have to make. So... But for her, she wants to see everything because, like, she wants to see what it's all about. She wants to see the wrestling matches. So, like, I'm trying to accommodate, but I'm also trying to sneak naps in. Um, but so far, yeah, day number one, I, you know, I can speak for my wife. She had so much fun. It's drinking a little too much. I'm getting concerned now. But, um, no, she's <laughs> and she's completely enjoying her time. And, like, it's so good because, like, it's a cliche, but like the pro wrestling tees family, we're really like a family. We're all like brothers and sisters, and some of us, yeah, so some of us are. You so, know, some sibling of, rivalries are are brewing, but no, yeah, you know, it, it is like having. Like, no, I'm right here. You can address me as. <laughs> I mean, listen, right, th- we're talking. The mess is Jeremy. <laughs> yeah, the mess is clean him up all the time. <laughs> yeah, he's like a baby. He doesn't know how to wipe his own butt. Um, but That's yeah, I'm a vacation. I shouldn't have to. Yeah, yeah I mean, so Jeremy, you know, again, yeah. this is your first night on the cruise. Yeah. Um, you know, we're about to, uh, you know, transition into. We'll probably have you on for this for night two as well, just to, yeah. to get your overall experience. But just uh, as we sort of head out of night one, just uh, what are you looking forward to most on the cruise? I guess I'm most looking forward to just like being able to explore more tomorrow, and just I mean, there's a lot more activities tomorrow too. Um, cause like you said, it took so long for everyone to get on the bus. Like a lot of things kind of got pushed back. So I'm excited to finally see some wrestling on the Jericho cruise. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm just here to enjoy it. I, I'm, I'm kind of in the middle between, I want to see stuff, but also I'm totally comfortable like laying down for a little rest. bit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I've do, ta- do I've you taken... plan on getting a spool of brightly colored string so you don't get lost? Like as you mark your trail or bread. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah. I mean, I always people have, will eat the bread. Like, yeah. Have you seen some of these people? No. 
Yeah. I mean, I, I always bread. have bread in my pocket, but yeah, like same thing. It, it always goes away. I, I feel like uh, the good thing about vacation is I can get lost and just like, oh, well, let's figure it out. Like the, yeah. that, that's, the, I've nowhere to really be. Sometimes that's the most fun part. Yeah. You find new stuff that you would have never saw if you didn't venture. All right, guys. Well, uh, let's fucking, let's go ahead and throw it to tonight two of the two. boat which is technically night thir- i mean i don't listen at this point i feel like dr manhattan time just doesn't work the same for me as it does for you at home yeah. you know um but and i'm blue all the time yeah. you know uh like tobias Yunke. but all right let's go ahead and uh transition into uh night number three i'm gonna just call it night number three next okay. night yeah next night Alec Baldwin killed somebody. I'm sorry. I know that happened technically last night, and it's not a laughing matter, but uh, are you aware, David? No. What? You were not aware of Alec? Okay. So this was, So last night after we finished recording, we went up to karaoke. You and Annie, where I think you guys were already in bed. Yeah. Uh, Frank was a little uh, buzzy-wuzzy himself. He just disappeared at one point. But me and Jeremy were sitting down. Uh, waiting for which uh, terrible system I gotta say terrible system that the way they had this karaoke set up because there was a list but it was all at random so hypothetically you could have just gone up there and, and or you know let's say you went up there and then I went after you right. and they called you it, it odds are they're gonna skip me directly and go to fucking right. some schlub who thinks that they can sing or a group of uh, schlubs who think they can sing uh, if you want to be my lover but the Spice Girls but it's literally like you know like was this karaoke party as well run as it when it was run by like we can't say that guy's name anymore can we definitely pro- I, don't, I don't remember that one it, this was just it was not room properly yeah uh, oh, no. but we were waiting for Taffy because of course Ta- Taffy of course she famously very good at ballroom blitz what is what, before we get that though what are your guys' go-to karaoke songs well I will tell you I've only really done karaoke one time and that was in South Korea as a 12 year old okay and I crushed Stevie Wonders, I just came, I just called to say I love you. Wow. Like they had a scoring system and I scored like a 98 of 100. And everyone was like, oh, whoa, you're so good at this song. And I was like, of course I'm great. Like these I'm, guys are mumbling through the song I'm and fu- I know the song. I'm fucking American, you yeah, idiots. Yeah. Which, by the way, not to digress, but like that trip to South Korea was the best. They had like like nine foot rims and I could dunk on them. I was dunking on my uncle and like rubbing my nuts. And I was like, yeah. And they were like, Michael Jordan. And like, <laughs> It was great because everything's so different there. But yeah, so whenever I think of karaoke, I think of I just called to say I love you, and of course I crushed it. I have this I have the voice of a songbird. Jeremy, what about yourself? Um, so my voice is not great. It is. So no. So what I my my most recent go to is a song that you might not expect, um, but it's I Try by Macy Gray. I have no idea what that is. Oh man, you're so young. I tried it. Say, walk away. I tried it. Yeah. So you get it's like a really gravelly voice, so I can really like try to walk away, but I stumble. No. Yeah. Oh, 100% score. Yeah. See, oh, I'm yeah. sure. Um, and I can also like get like growly with it too. Um, so that's my go-to. I did. So a long time ago, I once was uh, wooing a, a young lady, and we went to karaoke. And I was like, oh, I'm going to do Just a Friend by Bismarcky because, like, 
he's not he's a terrible singer like yeah. and you can get funny with it yeah um and i got up there and i realized i didn't know the rap at all and it's not like a standard like flow it's like really weird and i did terrible i was like i fucked it up <laughs> i ruined everything um but just recently i did karaoke again with some friends and i did and i was like oh i did a lot better so uh, la- ladies out there uh, give me another chance which I, I said I want to find a cruise mommy for for Jeremy, but this guy serenade you with his dulcet tones. Oh, exactly. Yes. See, I, oh, yes. I I always think my strategy is find find a song that isn't long because there's nothing worse right. when someone fucking goes up there and do a goddamn singing a, a seven minute ballad and it's just like, really, you couldn't just fucking just do a sweet child. So, so see, I <laughs> exactly like with, I, with a huge guitar solo, which you can't even and sing. They're, singing, they're like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, my go-to is always, not always, as, as if I do, I don't do karaoke that often when I have karaoke. gone. If there was a while where there, where there was a while where we were doing it more often than not, but, um, it's, I, I, I'm covering the offspring, covering the Ramones, uh, sedated. I always got to make that cause it'll just say, you know, sedated by, by the Ramones and I go, no, 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 I'm covering the offspring, covering the Ramones because, uh, Growing up, my cousins listened to a lot of the the, the Offspring, and there was a spe- there's a specific um, album that someone put out for the Ramones, which is a bunch of other artists covering that song. And on this like burnt CD, they had sedated on there, so I grew up thinking that it was by them. But then you know, I, I, I got older, and it was just like, no, 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 it's by the Ramones. So that's why, like now, I'm like, no, no, no this is me You're covering them. Now. Yeah. So. Um, <sighs> Daffy, of course, famous for Ballroom Blitz. So we're waiting there for her. Waiting again at this point, night is winding down. Like again, Frank, little uh, buzzy wuzzy, left. Uh, I think you guys weren't even there, but me and Jeremy are sitting there, and Ryan's just like, "Yo, he goes, I know it's crazy." That's spot on, by the way. Holy shit, yo, <laughs> you were possessed, by dude. Right. Do I know it's crazy? What what happened? Alec Baldwin killed someone. Today. <laughs> Huh? Yeah, just that dude look it up alec baldwin kill someone tonight <laughs> and so we i fucking like open up my phone and yeah again and it's no laughing matter he was on set in arizona he was filming some western movie and it was very much like a, a brandon lee situation Holy where the shit. the cinematographer uh yeah it was a, the dp of the film dead they they care they took her to the hospital she's dead the director is in critical condition right now and like Alec Baldwin he, like he went to the authorities to, to tell I mean it wasn't it wasn't on purpose he didn't have a vendetta yeah it, it wasn't some sort of you know cheeky fucking Alec Baldwin bit like it was a serious thing and yeah it was just like it's so fucked up because it's like this is this isn't the first time this has happened you know when we did the the review of the crow for the Patreon with you know with Hot Topic Joe. We talked about like Brandon Lee's untimely death because of that, and like not even the first time, yeah. And it's definitely not been the last time, Jesus. but yeah, that was just again avoidable what, mistakes. Yeah, what, first mistake hiring Alec Baldwin for a western. I don't mean to make <laughs> well, <laughs> no, yeah, I was surprised with that too because I look, I, I'd never heard of this movie until all this happened. I looked into the cast, I was like, why is Alec Baldwin yeah, in this? He's like the evil banker with the D, yeah. Trying to evict a mom with two kids. Well, then I had the conversation. I was having the conversation with Ryan where it's just like, well, now we all have to go see this movie. Yeah. A DP died for it. Yeah. It would be in vain, all done for vain, in vain. For this movie to not like gross at least 
double, maybe triple its budget would be a shame, you know? Yeah. Like, it's just, it's so fucked up. And again, th- things are still, you know, by the time this comes out, it'll, more will have already happened, but, um, yeah, that was fucked up last night. And then we left because they never called Taffy. But, uh, you know, Dude, now, I mean, it was well, Taffy. we left and also certain members just, like, disappeared from it. Or, like, from the, the room we were at. I don't even remember. Yeah. I was tired. Yeah. I was tired. Oh. How we feeling out there, Razor? So this is what you guys occasionally will hear. This is the uh, announcement thing we normally do. I don't know if you guys can hear it. Oh, another Fozzie show. No thanks. Okay. Well, yeah. So occasionally, again, I'm not editing any of that out. Through the boat. Uh, on our trip, you'll hear those sort right of here. announcements. Bing bong. Hello, um, Rangers. But, but I'll tell you this. As we end night two uh, of us being on the boat, that, w- you know, again, in the morning, normally you hear that noise and it keeps you up at night. Let me tell you about a gravel, a machine uh, churning gravel that kept me up. Speaking of dulcet tones. Yeah. Wait, what are you guys talking about? So there I am. You know, I'm like, we, uh, which first off, the most adorable thing that happened, <laughs> the most adorable fucking thing that happened, it happened yesterday, but I forgot to bring it up on this is, uh, again, I mentioned, I, I'm very much big into, I got to come down and take my quick naps. So at one point I'm, I'm in here and I'm napping. Jeremy walks in. I think you, you were up on the sun deck getting some sun. So yeah, you come down here and I'm like waking up and I'm just like, oh, I'm on the phone. And you're over here watching videos next to me. I imagine on TikTok. TikTok, yeah, because yeah. I'm 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 one of the youth. I'm not old. Yeah. <laughs> so he's on TikTok, and so I'm sitting here, and I'm hearing this exact. It's it's about a dog and whether or not it has bones. Today, oh, the pug. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so I, I hear there the, you go. I hear this video play the one time, and again, I'm not paying attention so much as much as I can hear it. And I'm on my phone, and I hear it go off again. Or maybe it's a different video. Again, I'm on my phone and I hear it go off again. Like, what the fuck? And so whatever, I just on the phone. At this point, it's becoming distracting. And I'm like, what the fuck are you watching? I look over, Jeremy. Like, you know, you know that position, dude, where like your your, uh, your yearbook photo, your yearbook photo, your Jeremy, on your chin. Jeremy's in that position with the his, Uncle Rico, yeah, with <laughs> Uncle Rico, with his phone just playing over. Like, this guy just fell asleep halfway, and I like one. I had to record it because I was like, "There's no way anyone's gonna fucking believe that this actually happened." I still haven't seen it, by the way. I'll show you, but then I also like I snapped a picture of it, and it's just it's the most adorable picture. Uh, so you just fell asleep like watching TikTok. And, like I, I was like at least polite about it, and I, like I turned it off for him. But then I think we had to go meet for fucking something. It was right before dinner. Uh, uh, possibly, yeah. Um, but yeah, so we, we come back to bed again after this long night. Um, I found out that I, when I went and bought my phone charger. I accidentally bought an obnoxiously long, like twenty foot cable, <laughs> which has been just a pain in the ass because it's yeah. it's almost too long. Yeah, but it came in perfect because it reaches exactly yeah. from the wall to right here on the couch, right next to my bed. Um, so I was fine, but there I was trying to sleep, and all I heard was, <laughs> and I was like, "What the fuck?" I, was I like, feel like it was a little more uh, pleasant than that. It definitely wasn't. <laughs> Me, 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 
Oh, well, I'm no Michael. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know Jeremy story, and I was just like, oh, no. Because, again, like, you're, so your wife has been saying. She's been slandering me. She's been people. slandering you all yeah. all week. Anytime people talk about sleep around me, they're like, this guy. And <laughs> I don't snore that much. I'll be but, honest but, with like, you. And I'll say, and maybe, it's a th- maybe it's a thing I don't notice because, like, Again, you mentioned like or she mentions that, and I'm like, you know what? I'm like, I've slept with Dave, and he doesn't snore. And same thing, like I remember Melissa, like she's complained about Frank, but like again, I've shared rooms with Frank, and like he doesn't snore. Michael, Michael fucking snores. Yeah. You know, it's like, what the hell? And, and he insists on sleeping openly in his underwears, and only that. And he wears tidy whities too. He wears tidy whities, yeah, leaving little to the imagination. I'm like Michael. And I do mean little. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> yeah, I'm like Michael. You're almost forty year old man. What yeah. the fuck? Hey, he's like, what the hell? I'm not forty. I'm fifty. That Spider Man <laughs> cartoons on his underwear. I'm like, dude, cover that up. Uh, but yeah, and then uh, so I, again, you know, that kind of kept me up. But again, J- Jeremy was he was a little buzzy wuzzy, so I didn't mind too much. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm. Uh, I was fully clear with Berto before he left. I was like, just so you know, I do snore. And I feel like people say that and no one takes it seriously, but like when I'm asleep, I'm asleep. And like you're in it for good. Like there's, there is a zero percent chance of me waking up. Like you could push me off the bed and I might like, be like kind of stop, but then I'm going to f- start snoring immediately from the floor. Like there's no heal from the, the, the damage you've taken. Yes. There's no, uh, there's no way to stop it. I wish I could. Yeah. Um, but now we have we have a new system now, Berto, where I tuck you in, I sing you a lullaby, give him some warm sh- milk, make sure you're off to sleep. Yeah, I mean I'm a pretty deep and the sawmill opens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then he gets to the home renovations. Yes. <laughs> I mean I joked where I was like maybe I should fall asleep first and you fall asleep. Um, Wait, can, can I tell a story because we went to. Uh, Brazilian steakhouse today. So yeah, I mean, for the most part, really today, I kind of woke up, and today's been more of like a, a lax day. You've just been wandering around aimlessly. Since you've just been wandering around, like yeah. the, listen, the, the highlight of my day was uh, there were some there were several highlights of my day. <laughs> oh god, I wish that photographer would have taken that full picture. Uh, but there was, I bought some pants on Instagram. Pretty much been the highlight of my day. Very They're really cool. They were Donnie Darko. Donnie Darko. I've been seeing a lot of like these like indie shirt companies yeah. like making it. And what I appreciate about this specific company, you know, what? I'm gonna give them a shout out because some of these fucking companies, specifically, I'll be like, hey, what are you printing on? Are you talking about Rucking Fountain? No, not Rucking Fountain. They oh god, they print on fucking sandpaper. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, would you like a would you like your shirt printed on a on a 2x cardboard <laughs> it's called pentagram peter pan i um, follow that guy uh, do you okay yeah so yeah. it was so veronica told me about it and i was just like oh okay because there was like these dining darko pants or i mean you it, can you can see i have frank the rabbit immortalized yeah. on my leg and i will be Donnie darko for halloween yeah. um and there's these really cool sweatpants and i was like ah you know what because i remember i wasn't a big on like oh sweatpants but like i bought some god god's hate sweatpants you know brody's band some psycho gourmet ones and i'm like all right cool i have these cool ones and so i got us a pair and i was like fuck yeah and then that what i appreciated the most though 
on their fucking website, it tells you we are printing these on, and they tell you exactly what most people might not know the brands, but I'm like, fuck yeah, you know. And then same thing, go to buy a T-shirt, and it tells you, you know, we are printing these. You, you have the option of soft right. style or regular, and I fucking appreciate that because there's literally some T-shirt company. I, I, every life of me, I, I, and it's not me. Like I don't hold back. But I remember I commented and I was like, because some, listen, and some of you guys, some of you guys might prefer like a regular Gildan. Some people prefer a next level soft style. Some people only want a Gildan soft style. And I, it, some of you might not give a fuck, right. but there are some people who have their specific. The do. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I asked this company because they, they had some uh, Devil's Rejects shirt coming out. And I was like, what, uh, what, I was like, what kind of t-shirt are you printing these on? And they were like, yes, a t-shirt we print on a shirt i was like what brand and they were like a comfy one and i was just like fuck you and, and like i made I, I complained and i was like why is it that hard and then like other people are coming and asking the same questions they were also being snarky with them and it's i'm just yeah. and i'm just like what like what is it a secret like they can't know what kind of fucking t-shirt you print on like uh, just a very weird but other companies will like tell you this one though i appreciate because it specifically told you there they had like the what's that fucking like the shirt chart that we have like to the sizing chart yeah, size chart yeah so very professional um but i mean is that again that was just we know that, from quality we know from quality that was kind of like the highlight of of my day because again for the most part i've been stuck in this room like uh <laughs> jeremy uh yes. what, what happened earlier when i was gonna come down and take a shower so we had just eat breakfast we both slept in which i was surprised i did i must have i might have had a little too many yesterday um so we go out to breakfast, and I showered in the morning when I woke up, just to get it all out, yeah. get start the day fresh. I finished breakfast. Burr's like, I'm going to go down and shower. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll see what else is going on. I posted something. I was like, is anyone else around? Uh, no one really responded right away, so I was like, well, let's go back to the room. I'll immediately lay down. Birdo, I come in. Birdo is just in bed. At no point had he even made a a, a step <laughs> towards the shower. Like he just like is laying around and like I, I mean to it's be like noon. I mean to be fair. So one, I've talked about third time on the cruise. I've done breakfast twice. Uh, and I love breakfast. And Frank, I, I woke up. Frank and I are pretty like simpatico when it comes to what time we wake up, what time we eat, things of that Your nature. Cycles are. Aligned. Yeah, exactly. Much like you know, much like two women spending too much time together, our cycles are aligned. Um, and there's also a full moon. I don't know how that has to do with anything, but and Mercury was in retrograde. Now, uh, as I've, uh, my lady friend told me, now it's Venus is in retrograde. Oh my god, there is god. Venus inside of the Gatorade, Jeremy. Don't oh, know what that means. No, uh, but no, I make I, Frank's like, come on, hurry, breakfast, and so I'm like, all right, fuck it. I wake up. Jeremy's in the bathroom, so I was like, I can't even shower if I want. Anyway, go up there. I grab a plate. I see. A, I see a whole thing of bacon. I'm so excited. I grab as much bacon as I can, throw it on that plate, and then there is no other breakfast item at all. Like it's just full on. Like, do you want some fucking salmon? And uh, you only got the bacon because they didn't get time to pull it off the. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So I was like, all right, well, and then I went and got like a burger. And then just had a playful of bacon that like Ryan people would come over and I'm like you can have a playful of bacon if you want. So I was pretty fucking tired after my playful of bacon yeah. and wanted to take a nap. Well, Jeremy and I also had a fun moment today. Yeah, because fast forward there's some wrestling. Um, we took <laughs> some a, shit we, happened. We, we took a picture. <laughs> we took a picture with old Danghausen and. Yeah. 
He's been ducking us too, by the way. Yeah, it's fine. Duckhausen. Yeah. But anyway, Ryan's like, hey, you want to go to this uh, Brazilian steakhouse, which we've done two times before. And I was really excited because my wife hadn't been. Like, there's a lot of things my wife hasn't done that I've done a lot of. And so I'm like, oh, right, this will be cool. Even though she's not a carnivore in the way that I am. So this really was about me. She doesn't need a steak for two? Yeah. Yeah. You'd think I would have shared that with my wife. <laughs> yeah, right. Anyways, so we, we're sitting down. We're all kind of enjoying It's It's me, it's Jeremy, my wife, and then uh, B. Dornick and Joe and Rachel. And so we're just shooting the shit. And then Frank comes over to instigate. Because currently you can't see us, but we're all wearing matching Hawaiian shirts provided by scrump very generously yes of course because we're the I bahama t- boys take care of my boys yeah <laughs> we look like a, a very sexy bahamian boy group but you know jeremy and i are facing each other and frank remarks that we look like a couple and he comes up he's, yeah you know he's just being snide and then i start getting snippy with jeremy and we're just acting like an old married couple that has lost a spark and so <laughs> Like the beautiful, the most beautiful thing about Jeremy, other than obviously everything, about everything. Him, but oh, guys, I'd say I'd say out of everyone at Pro Wrestling Tees, he's the quickest and most deadpan, like improv yes and guy. Like I'll say something completely ridiculous, and he'll act like I just said, "Oh yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty uh, warm outside today," and then he'll just go with it, and we'll we'll just. We will just go into the depths of ridiculousness. So, I'm complaining. I'm saying how, how, you don't even look me in the eyes when we make love anymore. And then he's like, because he's like, because I'm disgusted with you. You're a fucking pig. You're a slut. And I'm like, oh, I, I don't, I don't think I said slut. You said something. I meant, I, I thought it, but yeah. I don't think I said it. But we're we're just saying like, and we're getting like really vitriolic towards each other as an old married couple, and. <laughs> And then he's like, he's like, why did you even bring me on this vacation? I was like, I wish I had a vacation from you. And this guy comes over with a plate of short ribs. And he goes, sir, would you like those short ribs? I'm like, oh, yes, please. Thank you. And then everyone just starts laughing. But Jeremy goes, yeah, why don't you shove those short ribs in your face? You just can't stop, can you? It's everything with you. And then the guy thinks we're we're actually married to each other. And he goes, he starts laughing and goes, oh, my God. And then does not (laughs) offer short ribs to anyone else. No, he just puts them on my plate. Oh yeah, he dumps them he didn't, on Jeremy's plate. He didn't plate. even like even wait for me to response. He just puts them on and my plate. He ran off laughing into the kitchen, <laughs> and then we all just start laughing like idiots. And then like I kept trying to like it didn't get any better than that. But like yeah. it was so funny, which is funny because I, I will say at, at one point because you mentioned Frank, which also so I didn't include Frank in this, and I feel like I don't know about you guys, I feel like he was hurt because again he is someone who he is too cool for school. He acts like he doesn't like it. He acts like he doesn't like it. And this was one of those things where I was like, I would have had no problem buying him one, but I was like, is he going to wear it? I don't want to, I don't want to. It's something he would make fun of you for giving him. Yeah. And then like, you know, again, just because it's not his thing. Frank does not wear those shirts. Frank does not wear button up shirts. I, I've seen him wear one at his wedding. (laughs) And you could count on one hand. Maybe like when we were out at dinner from Vegas. Yeah. Maybe, because um, even then he'll wear like a polo. Or something. Yeah, and he was like teasing. He he was teasing us a little too hard. But at one, we, we were, we were so, there's three separate tables, um, 
you know, the two cool tables and then Michael's table. <laughs> Sorry, Michael. And Michael, I gladly would have rather you there than fucking that Jared. I'm sorry, Jared. I would just like have dinner with Michael. You know, um, I love you, though, Jared. What? But what, are you talking about? what the hell? <laughs> uh, but uh, so at one point, like I make the like Frank looks over. He goes, "Holy shit!" I'm like, "Why?" He goes, "Dude, dude, look at them. They look like they're a couple." But that was probably in the midst of us arguing about. No, because it, it wasn't. No, because at this point, it was when YouTube guys were eating. So I, like I took various pictures of you guys, and there's one covertly. Yeah, there's one where Dave, David is David is looking at Jeremy. The spark is still there. The spark is still there. Yeah, we made up afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> I held his hand. I'm like, I'm sorry, honey. Why yeah. do we keep arguing like this? Why do we do this to each other? You know, and then it was funny because, like I mentioned, there's like a photographer that came by. And like, it's funny because uh, she comes by and she's like, again, some accents are harder than to decipher right. than others. Thankfully, like some people do speak some sort of Spanish. Right. So like, if I see someone like there's like some people I've seen them struggling, and I'm like, oh no no, qué diciendo? And then you know they're like, oh okay, they can tell me in Spanish. Right. Like, all right, cool. Like I, again, I get it. Like it is not hard to learn a second language as my español, not very bueno. Yeah. Um, you know, tres uh, asada, yeah. only cilantro. That's just my best best Spanish. And even then, I don't think that's how I properly say it, but. She comes over and she's like, "Oh, do you guys want picture?" And we're like, and "Ryan is like, what's your name?" And she goes, "Excuse me." He's like, "Oh, like, what's your name?" And she's like, "Why?" He goes, "Well, he goes, I just wanted to like address you by your name." He's like, "Again, it's eighteen of us." He goes, "Can you take a picture of all of us?" And she goes, "Oh yeah, I'll take a picture of you too." He's like, "No, no, no." He goes, "My, I'm paying for these three tables. Can we like go outside or even like up against this wall and you take a picture of all of us?" She goes, yeah, sure, okay. She goes, but first, and then she tells all of us to like group together. Did she tell you to take your lanyards off? No. What the uh, fuck? No, but she, she but she, she, take ours off. she jokingly, she was like, oh, stand over there by next to Jared. I was like, I'm gonna sit on his lap, and she laughed. She's like, oh yeah, and I was like, you don't think I'm gonna go sit on Jared's lap? You think I'm some kind of bing bong idiot? Yeah, so you know what I did? I sat on Jared's lap, and it's very funny because our picture, it. like. Again, yours was very professional. Like your guys' picture, it looked like out of like a sitcom or something like that. Almost, our Brad was like pointing at the camera, like, yeah. "Are you, Jenny?" <laughs> our picture looks like the Last Supper with Corinne Castro's girlfriend being Jesus Christ, and literally the rest of us. Like it, like to the point where Castro is looking at Karima very much in the same way. Where if you look at the picture of like the Last Supper, there's the one fucking apostle yeah. like staring off to the side, and everyone else is kind of just doing their own shit very much just looked like that which was it was very trippy it was it was, it was very trippy um but you know i walk up to your table and i fucking just start dying laughing because oh, what is it what exactly was going on I, I don't know how we got to this point in the conversation but i said yeah i would wear maggie as a skin suit oh yeah <laughs> oh no I mean, you, you don't have to use her name specifically yeah well, uh, but, yeah but, it was because we were talking about how creepy we used to th- think Andrew was. Uh-huh. And then... Um, Sorry, Brad, Andrew. <laughs> Brad... Well, no, in a joke, like, we would fuck with him constantly. And because he was very... Um, he's very into, like, Pennywise and, like, Chucky. And I, Actually, we all are, I guess. So I, I give us up being hypocritical. But, like, we would always joke around that he was, like, secretly killing, like, homeless women and making skin suits out of them. <laughs> and, and so Brad's like, Andrew, Andrew, the one that like works with us? Like, yeah. 
He's like, no, because like Andrew's a very nice person, um, and we don't fuck with him like that anywhere. But um, I brought Michael over, and then I was like, what did we think about Andrew? He's like, oh yeah, that he would make human skin suits out of women. <laughs> And then I can't remember how we got to it. And it's like, someone said, who would you make a skin suit? Out? I was like, oh, I'd make a skin suit out of Maggie. And I'd yeah. go, Look, I'm Maggie. And I'd come up like, hi, hi, honey. And then, and then her husband would be like, Maggie, you look weird. I'm like, my ears are better to hear you with, my dear. And then Jeremy's like, you mean like an Edgar suit? I'm like, sugar water. <laughs> And so we're laughing at Sugar Water, and then you come over, and you're like, what are you guys laughing about? I was like, I would wear Maggie as a skin suit. No, no, no. I walked up, and I heard you go. (laughs) (laughs) That was the best. We could not stop laughing. I just hear you go, Sugar Water. (laughs) (laughs) And that's not the first time you've done that impersonation, and you're really good at it. I love saying Sugar Water. (laughs) So... Yeah, and I was contorting my face like I was in an anger suit. <laughs> Which, again, for those of you guys who don't know the reference, it, uh, Vincent, Vincent Nafiro in Men in Black. Yeah, yes. yeah, he, he, he's the alien bug that takes over Edgar, and he goes, water and sugar. <laughs> what? Sugar water. <laughs> Dude, and then Taffy comes over, and then you guys are explaining the story to her, and then she does a pretty fucking spot on yeah, good impersonation yeah. well, about it as well. She, we didn't even say any, like, we just said men in black, and she's like, she's no, running right into it. I'm like, so we're laughing about me saying I wear Maggie as a skin suit, and then Taffy comes over like, Taffy, what are your dimensions again? And she's like, why? I was like, I want to wear you as a skin suit. And she's like, sugar water. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was, that's what it was. And then she goes... Honey, I don't think you'd fit in my skin suit. <laughs> I was like, how rude. <laughs> so it was an insane conversation. We we were all laughing. Brad's like, Jesus Christ, what company did I sign yeah. up for? But Yeah, I thought we were at the classy table yeah, until but, we realized who was at the well, table. See, so we me- horrified the wait staff. Yes. We made incendiary comments about our coworkers that have not joined <laughs> us. See, what's funny enough is like, so with the cruise, um, there's, again, there's been a lot of new, like, uh, it, it, people almost sort of pair off. In groups, and one of those has been Taffy and Karima, mm-hmm. and like I don't know who knew those two would get along so well. And if there's one thing, I that, find one of them very hard to get along. Yeah, it happens, you know. <laughs> that one wouldn't be a skin suit of mine. <laughs> it's fine, you know. We, we can't always be satisfied. Again, I mentioned there was three. I there was covered head to toe in leather all day. <laughs> there, there was there was three different there was three different photo groups that were taken. Three different oh, groups, man. three different photos that were taken. If there's actually four. I was highly disappointed as I would have purchased every copy of a yeah. specific one, which oh, I would have been Christmas would have came early. Let me fucking tell you what. But if there's one thing that Frank and I are good at, is getting under Karima's skin. With Taffy, I don't, re- I don't really get under she, her skin. She rolls with the punches. She's pretty sweet. <laughs> but ta- but Taffy, but like Frank, same thing, knows how to get under her skin. And so if there's nothing more that I enjoy than to like make Frank like laugh. Yeah. So I'm sitting here telling Frank these things is making him laugh. But even more so, the the the, the cherry on top of that is get Frank to laugh, and then not have Ryan cued in on what we're laughing at because then he gets mad and starts calling us idiots. Yeah. And we're doing just that. Like me and Frank, we're just we're just at this point just saying words, just buzzy wuzzy, and fucking dying like you heard my hyena laugh it's like, being, it's like being in church and you're not supposed to laugh just that and ryan's like whatever why are you why are you fucking idiots laughing i hate that laugh 
That's just oh fuck, dude. I fucking hate when I fucking when I'm in my office and I hear you fucking laughing like that. So annoying. I hate it. But that's like my like legitimate like yeah, it's I'm pretty spot you know like laugh and uh yeah no man again like the the night I you know we we just came back from like wrestling now and you know we're like we we have to hurry not hurry up and wrap this up but we're just like let's pour yeah, some stuff because we do have some time before what what the fuck are we going to some island or something no like i think oh. it's like a comedy is a comedy or wrestling that we're going I, to? i'm probably going to sleep i'm an old man but yeah i think there's some comedy show yeah i think the comedy show is at 11 30 uh c time which i don't know what time that you is know, I, I will say i was offended earlier i was very much offended earlier i don't think i talked to you about I'm this sorry i didn't mean to do that so no it's okay oh. <laughs> uh cousin jeremy and i oh no cousin jeremy i myself ryan corinne castro and joe we were at the Live Art of Wrestling podcast. Yes. And uh, at one point, Orange Cassidy, who was the guest host, had to get up and leave. Like, uh, uh, Wheeler Yuta grabbed him because they were doing, like, drunk spelling bee or some shit yeah. like that. And so Cabana needs another another co-host with him. There I am, standing on a Marty and Sarah Loves Wrestling t-shirt, and he doesn't pick me. Not that I raised my hand. I mean, the hindsight, I probably should. I should have just walked up there. He might not even known you were there. He I'm probably prof- did. I'm a professional broadcaster. I would love to. Yeah. Host. yeah. Dave and I Dave and I are not only professional broadcasters, we are storytellers by trade. And you're a friend of the show, sir. Yeah. You should know better. Yeah, it was fine. But Shame. I don't think he's doing comedy at this. No. Tomorrow, though, will be interesting. Jeremy, what are we doing tomorrow? Uh, tomorrow, I'm jumping in the ocean and finding those pigs. That, no context needed. Yeah. <laughs> Just let's just leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, uh, tomorrow, you know, by the time we we, we record uh, this specific part of that, it will either be um, a very man. We had a lot of un- unexpected fun, or boy, do those does the Bahamas really suck when you have no excursions? Yeah, you know what we like doing? We like laying on hot sand and steaming like clams. That's probably what's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I'm actually kind of excited to, uh, like, go visit those little shops. Yes. You know, like, I'm not like some of us where I have to go to Pandora and, you know, yeah. and buy a bunch of presents from my wife. Beg, it's better to beg for forgiveness than ask for permission. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> yes. Um, but, like, some of those little, like, shops are pretty cool. You find some cool shit. You're always able to haggle with them. Um, you know, especially, like me when i'm like well i have 23 dollars yeah so so are, are we doing this or what yeah. no okay cool like and they're like no the best thing is you're in the shops and they're like how much for that sword and they're they're like 75 dollars and you're like oh man i don't have that okay 50 dollars and you're like i don't have 50 dollars 25 dollars i'm like i have five dollars in my pocket and they're like all right fine <laughs> I don't know which one you fucking went to because last year I was trying to buy shit and they were like, no. Well, I'll tell you, the very first cruise I went to, I was on, um, we'll wrap this up, I guess, but I was on Royal Caribbean and we went to, uh, Royal Caribbean has a private section of Haiti called Labadee. That's like their little, where they set up island stuff. Labadee, Labadee, And so I went and then I was like, I got to get out of the resort area. So we did. And around this time, I don't know if you remember, there used to be a 7-Up commercial that said, make seven up yours. Yes. That's why I had that shirt. So I'm a, 
It says on the front it says make seven, and on the back of the shirt it says up yours. I was thinking about a, the, the the Sprite Drake commercial, but yeah, then you no. said seven up. So we're we're going through there. I'm a tall white guy, and I got a bright green shirt that says up yours on the back. And we're venturing into this. It's like a bazaar, and it was this tumultuous cacophony of noise, and everyone's like, oh, 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 oh. And it's it's literally like being attacked by zombies. They're like shoving. Like, Why this? I'm like, no, get off me. Ah. And like Annie's getting a little worried because she she's getting claustrophobic. And then this one guy shoves some maracas made out of gourds in my hand and says, "Look at these." I was like, "All right, fine." And then I was like, "Cool, I don't want them." And he would not accept them. He's like, he's like ten dollars. I was like, I don't want them. He's like five dollars. <laughs> like I don't want gourds. Two dollars. Come on. And then he went all the way down to fifty cents, and he still. I was like, no. And then I had to put him on the ground and walk away. But like, whew. I was looking. I was actually looking for a shrunken head in there. We were in Haiti, and I was like, how cool would it be to get caught with a shrunken head at the airport? But I couldn't. I asked, and they were like, well, one guy's like, yes, I know where. And I was like, I don't. I'm actually going to be looking for a shrunken head myself on this island. Yeah. You guys are much... You, Jeremy. Uh, no, I'd like to not get arrested at the airport, but... Why would I get arrested for a shrunken head? Because who? where do you think they got... Where do you think... You, they're going to think the you... The Bahamas. You I would it. tell them I got it from the Bahamas. Yeah. This is the... I shrunk it myself or, yeah. on the boat? Yeah. Hello? I've tried to make a skin suit. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you, wouldn't, you wouldn't shrink anything. Yeah, I, I, you you want to... Sugar water. Sugar water. Wait, wait, how'd you get the skin on that skull to get so tight? Sugar water. <laughs> okay, all right, guys, we'll fucking see you guys tomorrow because I'm gonna. I gotta pee so bad. My shirt's almost off. I get, we, it's coming out now. I see it. Hurry. <laughs> Night four, guys. Let's fucking get to it. Boy, Dave, those first three days at uh, at sea, we had not developed the sea madness yet. The, the sea madness is yet to come. I, I've been telling people nonstop about uh, a very specific, uh, I've a very specific fucking part where I, the first four minutes of of one episode that we recorded, I'm just on the floor crying, literally crying to the to the point where that night, uh, my eyes were all puffy, my nose was all congested, and I had a fucking headache because I was literally just on the floor crying because. The things David was saying, it was just, it was, we're just being snide idiots. Oh God, it, <laughs> it was, it was the. And here, here's the, here's the thing. We, uh, you know, we've talked about it too. Like, we get a lot of people saying, "How was the cruise? What did you think of the cruise?" Well, you know, and this year we were lucky enough to have a bunch of people come with us that, like, this was their first, you know, like outing with us. But it was also like their first cruise, and so they got to see everything with fresh eyes. You know, we're jaded old pros, obviously, but. um the one thing I'll say, like, and I'll say, like, with my wife, she was having so much fun until she wasn't. Like, you definitely hit a wall. After, I'd say around day three, where you start all the novelties worn off. And you're like, man, I kind of miss my bed. I kind of miss reaching into my refrigerator and grabbing what you know, whatever it is. And <laughs> that's definitely around the time where our sea madness was really starting to seep in and take hold of us. So. Uh, stay tuned for part two. It should be fun. Yeah, there's definitely something like I don't. I mean, we didn't mention it up front either, too. But when we were coming back, um, one stupid Michael lost his laptop and his AirPods. Thankfully, they found them and they shipped it back to him. 
um, <clears throat> very shady situation. I, th- I think one of the staff members might have quote unquote found it. Uh, and it wasn't until he threatened to go to the police, actually, that they find it. Um, yeah. But uh, because of weather, like, we were almost delayed. And, you know, I just remember I was just like, I know. I was like, I can't. I was like, please. I just, like, I remember I was like, I'm going to fucking rent a car. I'm going to rent a car and just drive. Like, you know, I was <laughs> like, I, I'm like, I know Castro and Corinne will come with me. Castro's arrested. He's just driving on the road. But it's just one of those things where I was like, because they were like, oh, if they have to cancel it, the next flight out wouldn't be until uh, the next day at, like, 3 or something. And I'm just like, I, nope, I cannot fucking do this. Like, got to get home. Yeah. And, then, and thankfully, I think it was only delayed, what, maybe, like, 20 minutes or something. Like, it wasn't bad. Like, you know. Yeah. We, we were fine. Um, fine, though. Like, the, the wonderful patrons, though, of the PWT, guys, of course, uh, you know, the, the the people that you know everyone clearly everyone listening loves us but these people love us just a tad bit more um and oh, we love them a little we bit love more. we love them just a little <laughs> bit more also this week for people if you remember the patreon you'll be able to hear the the q and stank episode that we did with ryan uh a very very fun episode uh you know one of the more impressive things ryan does is he's able to just recall everyone from memory or maybe he's not I don't know. You'll have to listen to the episode. That's over. That's of course going to be over at uh, patreon.com forward slash PWTcast. Uh, and if you're, you know, you have some sort of hesitancy, well, then you can ask any of these wonderful people because they'll vouch for us that uh, how wonderful the Patreon is. I'm of course talking about Clifford Fraser, Jesse Kohlenberg, Mark Villanueva, Joshua Davis, the Immensal Man himself, Ryan Mears, our man Neil Flanagan, Shannon Howanick, Jonathan Mayer, uh, whose question does get answered first, you know. This first person to submit a question. Uh, Hot Topic Joe, Ryan Crossley, Taffy, Vivian, Anthony Torres, Brandon from New Jersey, WH Park, John Sino, My Godfather Jesus. Shout out Jesus. Shout out Jesus. Uh, Brad Dornick, uh, Moises Garcia, Sean Levine, Eric Campbell, Katie Fabe, Steve Feast, and we have a new patron. Welcome, Rachel. Uh, you know, we love all you guys, you know, as much as you guys love us. Uh, this episode has been a, a, a tad bit longer than probably most normal episodes. So uh, we'll just go ahead and wrap it up there. Again, uh, part two of this Sea uh, Madness episode uh, will be coming out this Friday. So just, you know, it'll drop right here in your feed. Uh, but until then, you guys, I've been Scrump. And this is Stank. And this is friend of our show, Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega here friend of the show we've run out of things to say here at the pwt cast and so i must bid you adieu goodbye and good night bang bang